can't book this. I'm your host, Trado, joined by my co-host, Eddie, and we're here to talk about wrestling. This week, starting off with the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view. Me, I didn't really have many expectations for the shit. Just like a lot of the people, uh, you know, online felt it was just like a bunch of rematches, a bunch of filler. So it was just a pay-per-view that was really not needed. You know I mean? In a a way, I feel like they should kind of retire the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view. Cause it's like it, it was it had more allure when it was brought out for serious shit to end real feuds, serious feuds, you know, opposed to it's just a gimmick pay-per-view that comes out every year, you know. So with that being said, I didn't have much expectations, but uh, you know, I going through it, it wasn't too bad. I mean, there was there was sheriff fuck ups and you know, uh the match that stood out to me, I'm just gonna say it because I'm not gonna like run down everything in order, but to me the match that stood out and I, and I knew that was going to stand out was uh, Seth Rollins and Cesaro. I didn't like the fucking ending. I did not like the roll-up win for Seth. I didn't feel like Seth should have won that, you know. Cesaro is the one I feel like that's more, you know, earning of that. But whatever, you know, that's that's the way they decided to go. And, you know, Rollins is probably going to be back in the title picture or some shit soon. But, uh, yeah, for, as far as that, that was the match I liked. And then the match that I didn't care for at all that I kind of was open to was the Shayna Baszler and Alexa Bliss match because like I said I was kind of into the Alexa Bliss shit I know a lot of people don't like it but like I I, I'm kind of interested in it but that match just fucking sucked man like I I didn't care for it at all uh looking at the rest of the match I mean Rhea versus Charlotte was decent I mean besides that bot Charlotte did with the just kicking the the air uh on the pre-show I mean Natalia versus Mandy Rose. I think they could have had a better match on the pre-show. You know what I mean? I'm not against matches on pre-shows, but when it's shit like that, of course, people ain't really gonna... Oh, man, I gotta tune in for that. But, uh, shit, besides my opinions, what was your take and uh, opinion on the on the pay-per-view? Uh, once again, yeah, I didn't have very high expectations. I thought it was actually really good. I, I fucked with the whole pay-per-view. Um, I do agree on the Shayna Baszler, Alexa Bliss match. I just don't see how we got here. Yeah. <laughs> how did how did we get from this unbeatable monster that I think just absolutely shit on everybody in the Royal Rumble, you know, her whole NXT run. Now it's like losing to Alexa Bliss and obviously her character is getting over yeah. with some people, you know, not everybody, but ah, it just sucks cuz Shayna's Shayna, you know, she's a legit badass. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I've, I've, I've been feel like they're dropping the ball with her. I just I just feel like they're going the wrong way with her character and and how how you know they're they're portraying her. Uh, yeah, obviously Seth Rollins Cesaro match was gonna be a fucking banger. Seth, you know Seth is Seth, you know one of the best in the world. So yeah, I agree on that. Like people don't give him his flowers, and when he gets online saying that kind of shit, people try to come for him. But it's it's true. Just because he's not in New Japan or AEW, he can fucking have that stake to that claim, bro. Like. He shows it every match. Every time there's a WrestleMania, he fucking shows out from the attire to the to the shit he does in the ring. So it's like you can't deny that man of that shit. But yeah, you know, so so you know, it was kind of predetermined. Like, yeah, Seth's not gonna fucking lose to Cesaro, even though we need Cesaro to win right now. And I yeah. feel like he should be getting a championship run very soon. Definitely over Seth. Yeah. Uh the Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. I don't understand what we're doing with Kevin. Don't get me wrong, love it for Sammy, but once again, another NXT monster that's, you know, kind of... Yeah, they kept trying to sell the whole injury thing, you know, from that thumb he took from Apollo's people or whatever. 
I get it, you know, they're trying to make it seem like that shit really fucked him up, but it's not gonna make sense if Kevin's the only person that felt that, and he's the only person that's <laughs> still dealing with that shit, like, everybody else that got hit with it, you know, they're fine the next episode, Kevin, uh, yeah, so, breathe. so, but I, I mean, I, I liked it in the match, though, like, you know, he would fucking get his offense, and then he'd have to stop, kind of, get his breaths in real fast type shit, you know, so I, I like that, like, he, Kevin did his part, I, I have no knocks on him, you know, he did what he was supposed to do out there, and he did it to his best of ability, you know. Shit, I got no complaint on it. But yeah, uh, so I, to me, I think Sammy needed it. I guess. I mean, Kevin, I think's Kevin. He's gonna be over regardless. Sammy's over also, but it's like you know he's been getting shit on a lot. So it's like any kind of victory you can get, I guess, is good, especially over your old nemesis. So fuck it. Which, which you know, I'm not, I wasn't mad at him winning, but I just feel like Kevin's a kind of a top guy, you know. Yeah, I don't know what I mean. I would figure Vince would like him, you know. I mean, he he does great in everything that you give him. Like he makes it work all the damn time. So it's like, why not give him a chance in the sun? Give you know, give him the ball. Let, let's see what we can do. Hey, yeah, I don't I don't think he's had the strap since he first got the universal or the main strap, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't uh, know what that is. Yeah, uh, the Lashley McIntyre, another one I thought was a good match. Uh, Lashley winning, I'm not mad about. I kind of figured McIntyre would win, but, you know, it's actually yeah, he's running with it right now. Yeah, so. that's what I'm saying. That's why I can't get mad at it. They're actually giving him the chance to go with it. And, you know, him and MVP have been knocking it out the park, too. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm not mad at it. Drew, I don't really know what's next. I think a brand switch is really what needs to be in the future for him with this draft coming up. Because other than that, I think you fulfilled what you did. You know, I mean, you're a two-time champion on Raw. You know, I think you redeemed yourself from your pre- previous runs since being back on the main roster. So, I mean, you've accomplished that. So, now I think it's time for new matchups and just new scenery in general. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I kind of kind of feel like he needs a manager or something. Some, a little bit more extra, you know. I feel his, his in-ring work and his look is great, but maybe get him a manager, manager here soon. Maybe not a Paul Heyman guy, but yeah. somebody, you know what I'm saying? There's got to be somebody out there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they got somebody on the payroll that they could be like, oh, let's, you know, pull up his file. <laughs> Shit. Any anything else uh that stood out to you? I mean, Bianca of course went over Bailey. Yeah, uh I thought it was I thought it was a pretty decent match. Um and once again, you know, Bianca's Bianca's running with it, yep. and, and they're giving her they're giving her flowers. She's just, she's so athletic in the ring, man. Like she's amazing. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's she's like she's just like a natural talent. Like the doesn't probably didn't take much for her to take to it when she was in the PC and shit. And that's probably why they pushed her the way they did, you know. Especially I, towards her end of her NXT run, like she she was popping. Like they were they were making her an attraction for real. Yeah, so you know, I guess you know, I'm I'm happy for her. You know, she's getting her flowers and. You know, her in-ring work proves it. You know, she's, once again, one of the top girls there, for sure. Yeah, hell yeah. Shit, switching to Raw, more releases, man. Again, a lot of it doesn't make sense. Now, going through the list, they released Fandango, doesn't make sense. Aria Davari, doesn't make sense. Tony Nese, doesn't make sense. Ever-Rise, just like Aleister Black, some people that you were starting to give a push, starting to let them get a lot of time on screen, whether it was, like, the shit that you were letting them do on Twitter, on the bump uh, show that they got. Like, you know, they were giving them a lot of screen time and shit, and just for whatever reason, pulled the plug, and it's not like you guys were paying them an arm and a leg. So that's why I'm scratching my head on that one. Like, you were going to push them, you probably ain't paying them shit, and you still cut them. Like, real tag teams don't last at all, but you guys love this makeshift shit. 
Like Everrise, I'm not gonna say, oh, they were a future great tag team. Who knows? I mean, they they might have floundered, but I mean, I was interested in the rivalry we about to be on though, so I was looking forward to seeing more from them. Uh, August Gray, that shocked me considering he's not really been with the company that long, and you mm-hmm. know, with them uh, buying Evolve basically and him being a talent from there, I figured they were gonna find something. I mean, they had him on 205 Live. At least he was getting some TV time, so I mean, he just wasn't sitting and catering per se. But yeah, that shit shocked me. Uh, Tyler Breeze probably the biggest shock. I mean, that man's been with the company. I shit, I forget how long they said, but it's obviously been a fucking while. So I mean, for them to release him, I don't know what the hell is going on with that. Uh, Bollywood Boys, I kind of can see that. You know, you didn't really have too much. What an appearance on Two Hundred Five Live every now and then. So I, I, I get it. Uh, Marina Safir, uh, Roderick Strong's wife, another person I can understand. We ain't seen her. Since Shayna was in NXT, you know what I mean? So it's like, or at least I think that's when. So it's been fucking forever. So, I mean, you're just paying her to sit at home, basically. So I get it. Or, you know, the train or whatever. But, you know, it's, it's business. You got to get something out of it, not just, you know, free <laughs> healthcare regiment type shit. Uh, Kurt Stallion, another person that shocked me. I ain't seen him in a minute. I mean, maybe they had him working on 205 Live. And like I said previously, I don't keep up with it too much nowadays. But trying to get back at it. Arturo Ruas, I get it he's been floundering in nxt just being a beat up dummy for whoever you know that's basically it seems like all he ever got called out for was squash matches he's never really had any promise or anything looking like he has something coming in the future so i get that killian dane another surprise you know him and drake maverick were doing their thing with their little weird tag team and shit and they were making it work it was a nice comedy act pull the plug on that shit again another tag team that's working uh, T- Tino Sabatelli, I didn't even know that nigga was on the roster still, bro. Like, I did not even know literally that he was still employed. I did not know, so that don't care really. But it was just like, what the hell? And then they ended up releasing the uh, creative writer Kenise Mobley after doing that dumbass podcast, basically saying she doesn't know shit about the job she has. Meanwhile, there's people like us and other people that would fucking li- literally die to have this job that study the project product and know about the product. You know what I mean? And want, so, and want the product to succeed. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, yeah, they released her. Now, what is your take on, on these rosters? Of course, they're going to cite budget cuts and all that shit. But, like, as far as the talent released, who do you think they really fucked up on? I just don't get the whole Tyler Breeze Fandango. At all. <clears throat> uh, Comedic goal, good tag team. And, and you know, worst comes to worst, you have them as enhancement talent and they're fucking excellent enhancement talent. They're going to, you know what I'm saying, they're going to have a fucking great match with almost anybody. Yeah. It does not make sense whatsoever. And, you know, they're going to be a hot fucking tag team on the market. I think. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping I, they stick together. You know what I mean? They, I mean, I know it probably won't be the fashion police shit that they were doing, but, you know, or Brizongo, whichever you want to call them. But, uh, yeah, I hope they kind of stick together as a tag team wherever they end up, you know, wherever they end up. Yeah, because I, I just, and they were just on TV. Like, I don't understand. Like, same thing with August Gray and Tony Nese. They were literally on last week's episode of 205 Live. Boom, cam this week before the next episode came out type shit. So like, it's okay. Just, shit like that don't make sense. Um, obviously, Tony Nese. To me, don't get me wrong. He has it in the ring. He has the look, obviously, with his physique. But he was kind of boring on the mic. I never really... From the times I did hear him talk, not that, did, not that they gave him so much promo time, you know, all the time, but, like, when I did hear him, and nothing really clicked with me, like, oh, man, you know what I mean, nothing. It, so, I, I mean, for, for me, he let his abs do the talking, so yeah. I wasn't even really mad at it. But, you know, I, 
I guess I guess I'm happy for him because now he can really go because he was bigger than 205 Live, and I felt like you know he should have had an NXT run where he came in and dominated. He's one quick. of those people. I, I wouldn't mind seeing him and Gargano for the North American, or mm-hmm. even if not Gargano, somebody else. Like that would have been a perfect title picture for him. So he he's getting some type of shit on TV for something, a prize. I, I would have liked him against LA Knight. Yeah, uh, yeah, that that probably would be a you good say, match something too. for him. I, I I feel like you know. I'm I'm upset by the release, but I'm happy because now he can go somewhere and they can actually put some real investment in him, and and he can grow and I think he could be a star one day. I really do. I really genuinely do believe that Tony Nese is a star. Yeah, it ain't it ain't over for him. Somebody's gonna wisen up. Now, with that being said, I gotta ask you: with this talent that's been released, where would you like to see some of these people? I know people on Twitter have already, you know, I want so and so to AEW or whatever. But you know, what's what's your take? Because I, I, I think any company would benefit from any of this talent, really. I, th- I think Tony Nese, Tony Nese should go. I'd like to see Tony Nese like the NWA. I, th- I, th- I think Tony Nese, you know, do, do, do some months there. I'm not saying stay there for years. Do some months yeah, there. Do some in and out type shit, you know, do a little program. You know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Get your mic skills up. And then, you know, sky's the limit for him. Maybe come back to the WWE or something when you when you up up your just little things you got to work on. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, Killian Dane, you know, you know, another great talent. I think I think I just I don't want anybody to go to AEW because I feel like AEW already has too much to focus on right now. As much shit as people give WWE for having an overbloated roster, AEW has the same fucking problem. So I don't know where that criticism comes from. Like they have signed people just for the mere fact they don't want WWE getting them. The same shit WWE does. So I don't get that part. Yeah. So Killian Dane, Impact or something. I think he could be a monster. That's what there. I was going to say. I wouldn't mind seeing them. Uh, that would have been my pick is Impact. I wouldn't mind seeing them somewhat reunite with uh, Eric Young. I mean, say, I fucked with Sanity. You know I mean? WWE dropped the ball big time with that stable with everybody. They, they fucked up royally with that. So, I mean, it would be kind of cool to see him team back up. I mean, I know uh, Madman Fulton's doing this shit with Ace Austin and shit, doing their own little tag team. But it would be kind of cool to have a little reunion of some sort and let them get their own creative shit because I think Impact wouldn't mind letting them do their own shit, you know? Yeah. Uh... Ari Davari, you know, I think is another person I think would would go would benefit from having some time in NWA with the promos and being on set with the you know live crowd and stuff. I think that'd be good for him. I I think you know he really worked his ass off. I th- I th- I think you know he's you know far above what he used to be. Yeah. So so I two oh five first started so now yeah. Oh yeah. So I you know he NWA once again a couple months get your get your skills up and. Who knows where he could be? He, I think he could be a star one day too. I mean, but but other than that though, I mean, I feel like a lot of them were very reasonable. Is it safe to say that two hundred five lives done after this? I mean, with the influx of new talent they're bringing in, like you know, you got Asher Hale, uh, Ari Sterling, or whatever. You know, they they brought in a few new cruiserweights, and that's what's kind of getting my attention back on two hundred five live. Just you know, seeing new faces and new matchups and shit. So I kind of just think they're shuffling the deck a little bit. Supposedly, there's been reports that they're going to be focusing on the cruiserweight division this summer, which is why I kind of scratched my head when I seen all those two hundred five OGs get released. Like you know, they started the brand. Why? And you're going to focus on that division? Why would you release these guys? But, you know, whatever. Would you, you know. like to see an, uh, another Cruiserweight Classic? 
they need to like i mean there's that they need to bring back the cruiserweight classic and they need to bring back like a uh, may young classic they, they they needed to me i think that shit needs to be yearly i mean it, it's not it's a it's a cool new spectacle besides it having to be wrestlemania or SummerSlam or survivor series and shit you know it's something different that the fans would like to see and true fans are gonna love that shit so i think that'd be good i definitely did want to talk about the the creative writer situation yeah who the fuck allowed her to go on a podcast and then, like, WWE, I why would you do that? I mean, like, why are we hiring people with no knowledge on shit? Like, they, she didn't even know the, the champion's name, if it was Lashley or Ashley. You know, like, simple shit like that, you just got to know. You can't just hire people just because, oh, well, they're good at comedy and we need comedy in our show. That shit, did you guys do that back in the day? No, and you guys still, I would like to say, had decent amounts of comedy in your shit that wasn't cheesy. So I think you just, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You don't need to be going for outsiders, you know what I mean? At least, if it is an outsider that's a comedic writer, at least let them be a fucking fan of the show or the product, you know what I mean? Shit, I don't care if they're an AEW fan and you're trying to fucking hire them something. At least let them be aware of shit. I, ju- I just feel like you're putting yourself at a disadvantage for people that don't love the product because they don't really give a fuck. It's like, it's like... If your writers don't care, why should we care type shit? Like, they don't even care. Like, yeah, but but they, do, they don't know the... the the ins and outs and how to really do feuds and and, yeah. and, and you, you know you don't so basically she was hired for what some make some funny back, backstage shit. Like, that's like, it for what like i i feel like somebody like me or you or you know some of these people online that that, that do content it's like it would be a fucking hundred times better and i guarantee your product would benefit from it exactly right. i just i just i don't understand why she went on the podcast why she would even admit that why would you even admit that on air you you know do you not know that's gonna make the product look bad? Now now we have a bunch of AEW fucking idiots going crazy in the comments. It's like just dumb shit. Yeah, like you're obviously not aware of the wrestling community at all. Like you probably didn't think it was gonna be that big of a deal, but now you know. <laughs> now you're out of a job. Before we switch from the releases, I just gotta say I kinda wouldn't mind seeing the Bollywood boys in impact. Yeah. Now, do I want to see them as tag champions and all that? I don't think that would be in the cards for them, but I think they could benefit from going over to Impact. They'll probably get plenty of screen time there. You know, they got decent tag teams they can go mix it up over there with. So I wouldn't mind it. I mean, hey, you know what? I'm pretty sure they got them 90 day no complete no compete causes. So we'll see. I I, I, I will say that that's another another people that you know up their game 100 million times because when they first came into WWE. They were not like yeah. that. <laughs> and then they were super so, cheesy like, as hell. I mean, like they're still a little cheesy, but I mean, not as much. It, it, you know, it's tolerable. You can and, tolerate and the shit. When when Randy threw Buddy, that was horrible. That shit. Yeah, he was reckless as fuck with Buddy. <laughs> he just <laughs> recklessly threw his ass on that table. And then he just turned around like e- he knew what the fuck he did. <laughs> Asshole. Uh, Shit, moving on still on Raw. Just uh, let me get your opinion on Nikki's new character. I mean, of course, everybody online already just flamed the creatives. Like, creative, stupid, blah, blah, blah. And come to find out, it's Nikki's idea. This is something she wanted to do, and they let her do it. So, you know, with that knowledge being out there and seeing what we saw, like, what what do you think? I love it. I I think if anybody's going to be able to get it over, it's going to be Nikki. I think Nikki's been pretty popular for the most part. Uh... If it was her idea and Vince actually let her run with it, fuck it, let her run with it. Let her let her do her thing. I I think if anybody's gonna be able to get it over, it's gonna be Nikki. Uh, you know, and I just I really like Nikki. I I, they, I think she can thrive doing that little cheesy role, and it's something Vince is looking for. Yeah, 
I mean, to me, it just, I mean, I've, I've seen other people say it too, so I know I'm not alone on it, but it's, you know, a little bit of Mighty Holly, you know, vibes yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit and shit, and, you know, ain't nothing wrong with it. I mean, kids will fuck with it probably. I mean, it's not going to always be about us adults and shit, but I mean, you know, it's her idea. I'm, I'm willing to give it a try and see where it goes. I mean, unfortunately, if it was WWE creative that did it, I would be along for the ride too, you know, just to see where the hell they're going to take us. But, mm. uh, I mean, I don't got nothing too bad to say. I mean, the attire is not too horrible. Obviously, superhero look. I mean, it's not too bad, but mm. I guess we just got to wait and see what else we get and who they're going to have her going against, you know. I guess we could talk about Cross's uh, main event debut. You know, reports came out. Him and Bronson were, you know, basically invited for I guess some form of tryouts, you know, with this draft on the horizon and shit, maybe they want to see what they got and, you know, how they look in the ring and shit. And, you know, Bronson beat Drew Gulak. Eh, no surprise there, I guess, you know, whatever. He is the NXT North American champion. You're not going to let him lose to Gulak. I get it. And then cross face Shelton. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, from the door, man, first they changed up his entrance an awful lot. I mean, same music, but I mean, the Trons. Uh, the no, they took away the black and white effect. I mean, Scarlet wasn't even there. No smoke, no fog, no nothing. Like they just made him look like a regular wrestler. Like if I was flipping channels, never seeing NXT, I would just think it's just another regular guy that has some belt. I don't know what that belt is. Type shit. Like I wouldn't have been like, who the fuck is this? Like that vibe that you got when you see it on NXT. So I think they kind of crippled him a little bit in that sense. Like I don't even know why you would fuck with that. Now apparently. A report is that Vince feels that Scarlet takes away from Cross. So I guess that's, I guess you can make that point, but I never felt that kind of way at all. I mean, as in a distraction, basically. So it's like, I mean, to me, they're fine. They're, they go together. You know, they built what they got going with each other. You shouldn't split that shit up. I mean, they've been getting over this way. Why fuck it up? And then I want to ask you, what did you think about? We've seen plenty of cross matches since he's been in NXT. What did you think of that match with Shelton? Nah, it wasn't. I don't. It wasn't cross. No, it's but, and and that's that's the reason why I don't like some of these NXT stars going up to the main roster because now they have to switch all, everything that they do, especially in ring. Now you have to wrestle a totally different style. You have to do. I just. Everything about me rubbed rubbed me rubbed you know rubbed me the wrong way about that match and just his entrance and you know I just I think you got to pull the plug don't put him on the main roster right now if they're not gonna let him cook and do let him do all the things that he does that makes his character I mean there was next to none no suplexes in in the match and that's all he does in NXT is put people on their shit so it's like uh, Shelton could have took some of those bumps man it's not like it, they're super dangerous or some shit like that. I mean, then again, maybe Shelton didn't have no say, and that's just the way they wanted the match laid out. I mean, who knows? But just off presentation alone, man, the entrance and the way they had him change his style for that match, I was not digging it, like, at all. That shit was annoying me watching it. Yeah, it basically kind of confirmed what I've already kind of thought what would happen, and that's just upsetting because Cross, you know, if you let him cook, man, there's no way that he can't get over anywhere he goes. If you just let him do, do his thing. You know, 
he just yeah he seemed like another another guy just another face in the crowd man it, he's not special <laughs> like yeah. he didn't look special to me and that, and that's fucked up to say but you know that's not on him that's on WWE's part Vince's part on that one yeah and Cross looked like he didn't even want to be there <laughs> just I don't know man he's probably I was, like, please don't call me up man right please. like I don't want to I don't want to deal with this shit you ma- imagine you know what I'm saying like you've been cooking on the indies doing your fucking thing come to NXT superstar popping you one know. match on main event it's like all that changes just, the perception so much so fast and then i see see people online talking about you know it's just an entrance uh that entrance makes a huge fucking difference i mean some people can get by with their regular cheesy shit where they just fist pump and point at the crowd and wave and shit yeah you can get off some people get off that but you know people like cross that entrance was special man so i mean same way triple h has his special entrance everybody has something you know ricochet with his laser lights like everybody has something so yeah, i just feel like was, they handicapped that man by doing that shit for real and in in my eyes that was a complete fail and let's not do that again apparently he's being gonna be having another match i don't know if it's for main event or if it's gonna be another one because i guess the first match that they had wasn't televised or recorded to be released and then we saw what we saw for main event and apparently it's gonna happen again so tragic and then apparent i mean i didn't have this on the docket but since we're talking about it apparently uh shotzi and scarlet had tryout matches also but they didn't say if it was against each other or who it was against scarlet? Or, or who won scarlet yeah. wrestles yeah she wrestles Huh. Just since being in NXT, they just had her strictly on some valet shit, which I didn't quite understand. I mean, she could help the not that she's like a, a, you know, a big star in that sense. Like, oh shit, you don't know about her? Like, no. I mean, but she would have helped. She would have her character alone. You know, she could have well, been a female cross, not decimating people, but just you know, with her promo style and everything. Well, you know, if if she could be even halfway decent with with the way she could talk. okay i'm not mad at that one so that's what i'm saying they dropped the ball on that but i mean maybe they're gonna split them up you know maybe they'll end up on different brands or something so that you know that that would just be dumb you have to you cannot split them up if you split them up you'd be doing a disservice you really would shit uh anything else left uh for raw and that you wanted to cover uh eh, not really i mean you know, Raw's I mean, Raw. Just a, yeah, exactly. Another typical week of Raw, you know. Uh, shit, switching to NXT. All I wanted to talk about was, you know, Cool Kyle versus Kushida. I mean, I already knew going into it, it was going to be a good match. Great competitors on both ends. Uh, you know, Kushida be on his technical bag, in his technical bag and shit. And, you know, O'Reilly, he's just, you know, all over the place, just killing shit. Uh, now, did I expect Kyle to win? No. I, I, in my opinion, I feel like they're going to let Kushida hold this belt probably through the summer. I don't really see anybody dethroning him anytime soon, so that's my guess. But I, I was just expecting a banger. And I'm not going to say, oh, it was takeover level, but it was a great match for you know a Tuesday night. <laughs> so it was a great match for that. Uh, did you have any takeaways from the match? And what is your opinion, you know, more or less on Kyle? Like, are, are we... Are they just testing the waters, you know? Are they going to keep him in Cruiserweight, do you think? Should they keep him in Cruiserweight? Like, you know, what do you think about that kind of shit? Uh, I mean, so first of all, the match, I thought, you know, another banger, you know. I, but Kyle O'Reilly's Kyle O'Reilly. He's, in my eyes, one of the best wrestlers in the world in ring. Yeah. I don't, I don't even think, like, that's arguable. Just 
with how he can switch up his styles and literally wrestle with anybody and with his MMA, you know, the MMA shit kind of looks believable when yeah. he does that shit. When he does it, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even with the open palm strikes, them bitches look critical. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, you know, I obviously thought it was going to be a banger. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I just, I feel like he's such a superstar that I will put him on steroids. <laughs> like, you know, that or... <laughs> You're fucking lifting five days a week, eating three steaks a day. Three like, steaks a day. Like, like I don't. I just want him to succeed in the WWE, and it's like his size. And it's not like he's some scrawny fucking. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. got muscle and stuff, but it's like if he gets swole on people, man, that MMA shit's gonna even look even more fierce, and it's gonna even make him more, more believable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know, man. I, I just, just keep letting him cook. I don't know. I'm obviously going to miss the boys. Hell yeah. So it's like, I'd like to see him back together at some point. But keep letting Kyle cook. I love it. Yeah, you know, Kushida picks up the win. And, uh, you know, out comes Cole and him and O'Reilly end up brawling out the ring and shit. And then uh, a familiar flying knee (laughs) comes out of nowhere. (laughs) Man, I got to say, I miss Roddy doing that shit. The people just coming out hot. (laughs) Just fucking ping. Uh, yeah, and, uh, you know, reveals itself and reveals his uh, new stable, Diamond Mine, along with Malcolm Bivens, uh, consisting of Tyler Rust and Hideki Suzuki. To me, catch point vibes. So I'm like, I'm with it. You know what I mean? I'm glad to see Bivens back on TV, you know, and that's a good group to put him with. At first, when they were having him do the shit with Rust, I wasn't digging it. I seen what they were doing, you know what I mean? But I didn't think it. the crowd was being so receptive to it, but... This diamond mine shit to me has potential. I don't know much about the Suzuki cat, but uh, man, what what do you think? Do you think or what do you think basically about Roderick? You know, leaving undisputed era and coming back with his own shit, being a leader of in his own. I mean, I've always been high on Roddy, especially having Bivens around, letting Bivens talk because you know Roddy's. He's all right. Roddy, he's, he's all right on the he's, right. he's not you know the best. You know? So have have having Bivens who can you know, he's fucking absolute money on the mic. Yeah, he is. So They yeah. should have been using him sooner for real. <laughs> I would have I would have had him on TV as soon as I'd have signed him. I would have had him on TV doing something. Hell yeah. Uh so he, I'm happy for it. You know, another stable. You get more stables. I'm I'm I like more stables. Uh let's see what they can do. I mean where would you put Roddy? I mean, is he North American? I mean, they're they making it seem like he's going to be in the cruiserweight ship, you know, with him attacking Kushida. But to me, I wouldn't have minded him being North American. You know what I mean? Letting him go for the North American, that's the mid-title. I mean, not saying anything bad about the cruiserweight title because, I mean, like I said, the way Escobar's elevated that shit, I don't look at it as like a little peon title. Like, to me, that shit's prestigious. Like, that man himself basically made that shit what it is now, in my opinion. You know, no knock against the previous champions and shit, but that man did his thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, you know, where I would place Roddy, I would like to have him North American. I don't think it's t- it's his time for the main title. You know, go ahead and let Kyle. They've been testing the waters with him and shit. I don't think they'll put the belt on Kyle, but, you know, I mean, I don't mind seeing them in contendership for it. Like, some people, you're just like, come the fuck on, enough. But Kyle, eh, he's new. He's a fresh face, so I'm with it. It's not boring yet. Would you ever put a main strap on Roddy? Given the right circumstance? Yeah, I mean, basically I would say depending on the work that 
they put out with this diamond mine shit. You know what I mean? Like, what kind of attitude they're going to have? What kind of attitude they're going to have in their matches? Like, you know, what kind of... Are they going to be, like, super technical badasses? Like, what's going on here? Like, so depending on that and how they roll that out, if they roll it out right, hell yeah, go ahead, give them this chance in the sun. But, I mean, if it's going to just be some shit that you guys are half-heartedly doing, like, eh, North American's fine. At least he has something. And, you know, he, he is somewhat of a legend. He's been around for a while, you know what I mean? So it's not like he's a nobody. So give him something. Give him some kind of a bone. Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree with you on that. Yeah, it's, I just don't know, you know. It's got, yeah, got to see how, how they put him out there. I mean, Tyler Rust wasn't too bad from, what, the two matches I've seen a few months ago of him. He's not too bad, but, yeah, the question mark right now is on that Suzuki kid, man. I don't know. I don't know. And, again, I didn't have this on the docket. Just thought of it right now on the top of my head that Parker Bordeaux, or Bordeaux kid posted a picture of him and Triple H in the CWC. So I'm wondering, is this like signaling that this man's coming in soon or just, you know, teasing motherfuckers like he kind of has been posting Instagram photos and the locations at the performance center and shit like that. Like just, you know, getting people talking like, oh, shit, you know, why is he there? Is he training, you know, for his debut, blah, blah, blah. So given what we know, obviously, which is mostly just his look, we don't know what kind of moves he'll be doing. Are you interested at all in this kid making his debut and, and you know? seeing what kind of destruction he brings, or are you just, like, thinking... Or do you think he'll just be another overhyped big guy? Uh, I, I'd have to, I have to see more on him. Uh, but more big guys, it's better. So, I mean, we're going to see. I, 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 I hope he takes to wrestling, man. Like, I hope it's not that hard, and I hope he's not going to be, like, a dangerous motherfucker, like a Ryback or some shit, you know? Uh, hopefully he's going to take to it. That's all I'm hoping for. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I just don't know too much about him yet. Just based off his physique, I'm like, Vince is going to love the kid. Like, Vince is going to love that kid. Now, yeah, like I said, I mean, you got the battle to Brock comparisons. Because, you know, of course, that's going to be everyone's go-to. That's baby Brock. So, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you can't do no F5s, no multiple power bombs. Like, you got to try to, in my opinion, you got to try to stay away from that shit as much as possible. Just to try to stand on your own. But eh, I'm kind of interested in it. Hopefully it's sometime soon. I mean, obviously, the longer they hold out, the greener he is. That's how I'm looking at it. So if we don't see this motherfucker in six months, uh, he's really needing some work. So I don't know. I guess we'll just have to keep our eyes on that one, see when that comes up. Shit, NXT UK, to me, only thing I had was the triple threat. I was really interested in it from last week. Well, when they were doing the promos between Coffee, Dragunov, and Rampage Brown. Man. Through the door in that match, I never, like, I just spoke on me not seeing Rampage wrestle too much. Through the beginning in the, in the, in the match, fucking Dragunov tries to, like, go do, like, a, I don't know, maybe, like, a jumping body press or some shit. Brown just snatches that man up out of the air and just fucking does, like, a fucking slam on him. Like, that was dope as fuck. Through the door, like, okay, this is how y'all getting down through the door. A lot of headbutts to the ribs, a lot of wild-looking shoulder tackles slash spears very fucking physical match man and that's what i love about nxt uk like i may not you know like the fan reactions i may not like some of the gimmicks and shit but when it comes to the wrestling man you got to appreciate what they do over there and to me they succeeded my expectations i knew it was gonna be a good match but i that was a fucking banger to me so uh did you happen to catch it at all yeah yeah i caught it i uh i just i'm a huge dragon off fan yeah i think joe coffee's hella underrated I yeah, think, he's good. I think he's just just has a couple, you know, Walter and shit there. You know, it's like 
he was supposed to be the guy, and then Walter came and it's like, yeah, you're yeah, not the guy. Yeah, they, they kind of really did push that man to the side when Walter came. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, banger of a match. Uh, Rampage Brown guy, once again, don't know too much on him, but I thought, you know, I was kind of impressed. Not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dragonoff, Dragonoff's just, you know, another small guy that can fucking really go out there and do his fucking thing, dude. He, he's shit. He's really fucking good. The only person off the top of my head that I can kind of compare him to work rate wise is Cesaro, where he just keeps going like a fucking machine. It's just like, dude, you're doing too much. (laughs) Like, calm it down a little, but in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, you are just like a fucking machine right now. So, yeah, that man ends up picking up the win. Uh, Out comes Walter. (laughs) Dishes out more punishment like he just wasn't in there with two monsters at the same time. Chokes that man out. Now, Walter versus Dragunov, too, I guess. Can he pull it off? I mean, we've touched on the fact that it's about time for Walter to give up that belt. It's been how many fucking days? 600-something or whatever fucking crazy-ass number they threw out there? Maybe 400. I don't know. I'm not a... uh, the greatest with remembering shit like that but anyways it's a long ass fucking title run it needs to come to an end so the question is is it him and would you mind seeing him be the new nxt uk champion uh so i we we touched up last week on the woman's belt and how it's so prestigious because of the lineage yes yes i feel like the men's the men's uk championship once again is great lineage you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, that's like, you know, I, when I complained about the, the rains and shit because of the pandemic, it's like still, still even with that, stripping that away, it does make it more prestigious when there's one champion and there's not been fucking 82 title changes in the past three years. Yeah, so. Two years, whatever. Do I think Dragunov's the guy to do it? Yeah. I just don't see it happening. Do I think he, I think he's good enough? Yeah. But you taking off Walter? Walter? Walter's the ring general? Yeah. When you hear that music, you okay, get scared. Okay, then in, in if in that case, then do you think Joe Coffey's more suited to do the job? I or think, a returning Pete Dunne? Because Pete Dunne even said that's still his brand or whatever, you know. He's just doing his thing in NXT right now. So, yeah, between Joe Coffey and a returning Pete Dunne, who would be your pick? Probably Joe. Just because I think he used, I think he can need it more, you know. What I mean, Dunn's in my opinion, when he made that comment, I'm like, no, bro, don't backstep. Like you done did everything you can in that brand, you know, unless they bring a fucking new belt. That would be the only reason you would need to go back just to fucking add another notch to your belt. But like other than that, nah, you're fine in NXT. Like you don't need to go back. When so, when the fuck are we getting the European Championship? That that I I would let Dunn Dunn be the first one to let him ride with that shit. They gave us a Heritage Cup. Which I still think is some of the silliest shit ever. Just there's no nothing. There's not a cup that the, t- the guy comes out with. There's not a belt. Like you just put the fucking title over their name when they walk out to the ring. Like I don't like that at all. Y'all could have did a European Championship for all that. Like what are we doing? Yeah, I don't I think know. you. I thought you guys were smarter than that, but apparently not. But you know, whatever. Maybe they'll make a belt down the road or make a cup for it or down the road. But as of right now, it's kind of weird just seeing the guys come out with a title over their name. <laughs> yeah, they need to bring the European Championship back, and then I'd let I'd let Pete Dunne just fucking do his thing with like dragging off and shit. There's a lot of crazy good yeah. matches, a lot of stiff matches, man. And then now that they added all these new people, uh, shit, Shaw Samuels or whatever, him versus Mark Coffey, that match wasn't bad. I mean, there was a little you know a little sloppiness here and there, but 
It wasn't bad. I didn't know shit about dude. I've seen his name online a few times, but like I'd never seen a match of his. And he, he wasn't like super great, but he wasn't bad at all. So I guess I'm gonna, you know, be a, that's a new person I'm gonna end up having my eye on on the UK brand. Man. Shit, switching to AEW this week. It's AEW Saturday Night Dynamite. Man, don't you remember when Khan said they would never leave Wednesdays? <laughs> This man well, has damn near been on every day of the week except for Monday. Like, bro. Well, Cod also said that it was supposed to be real sports entertainment and there was going to be a real sport feel to it. And I don't think I've really felt that too much either. Yeah. And then he said he wasn't going to use the Jaguars and he's clearly used the Jaguars. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we should really believe Cod. Right. I don't think his word is like that. Shit. Uh, I guess Omega is supposed to be facing Jungle Boy. Mm-hmm. Now, are you, do you know if this is for the strap or yep, not? Yep, it's for the strap. See, now, this, I've known for some time because they've been reporting on it for quite some time about how they're going to basically be running with Jungle Boy at some point. And it's just like, to me, not, not a knock against him. I've seen from when he started to where he's at right now with the company. I haven't seen his indie shit. But, you know, he's he's came a long way. I mean, he, he's a hard worker in the ring and shit. You know, it seems like he takes the shit serious. It's not like just some shit to do just because it's a paycheck and he gets to hang around with, you know, people that have similar interests type shit. Like, he's there because he wants to be. But do I see him beating Kenny? No. And again, not to be on no body shaming shit, but no, you're not built for that. Like, so, I is it going to be a good match? It has potential to be. I put. I'm sorry, but I'm putting the weight on Kenny's shoulder to carry that shit. So you're gonna have to pull out all the stops to try to make y'all both look like stars, not just yourself. But yeah, I mean, I think obviously Kenny's not losing anytime soon. The way the the, the way they've been pushing this guy to the moon. I just I just think, if I think Jungle Boy could, I think I think he's he's improved so much since he's gotten the company. I think Jungle Boy. Eventually, they're gonna run with them. I just think it's a little early, a little early. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it's not the time right now at all for that shit. Uh, was there any other matches that was supposed to be taking place that's gonna be actually interesting tonight, or is it just typical dynamite? Just whatever. Uh, I haven't. Besides that Jungle Boy match, I didn't really see too much that I was like, oh my god, that's gonna be a banger. But you know, we'll see. We'll see tonight. Yeah, I, I might fuck around and tune in. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but. If ain't nothing else going on, I might just, you know, peek in for a couple minutes, see what the hell they got going on. Last time, they didn't disappoint me. Like I said, I watched the first three matches, and I was like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, more or less interested in seeing what they got going on. Uh, their new show, Rampage. I think the it was uh, revealed last week. We didn't touch on it, but, you know, now they're starting to post teasers and shit on Twitter. Uh, would you consider that a second or third show? Well, I mean, if it's really going to be on air, that would have to be the second show. Yeah. I mean, Dark Dark is supposed to be the you know their main event, so it's like, yeah, they yeah. I wonder what day is supposed to fall on. That's the one thing I did not read on was what day this sh- rampage show is supposed to be. I th- no, I think it's supposed to be on Fridays. So I think these motherfuckers are going to get ballsy and try to go against SmackDown. Yeah, I just. With with all the new talent they have, I think they could pull it off, but I just don't think they got good enough talent to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a lot of their people are green as hell over there, and it's just like you can't, for the sake of having new faces on TV, just force people that's not ready to be on television, and they do that shit a lot. There's but, a lot of people on their, on their television screen that's on national television that should not be. 
And I hope they don't take a page out of WWE's playbook where most of that show is just going to be fucking clips from Dynamite. With yeah, Matt, that would be. sprinkled in and you're just fucking reviewing what happened on your show two days prior. Like, that would be kind of dumb. So hopefully they don't do that. Yeah, well, you know, with all the talent they got now, they you shouldn't be able to fill, you know, an hour and a half worth of show with just the, the extra talent that they have. But once again, yeah, that talent's pretty green, so... Right. It's, it's, it's very slim pickings over there of people that you can rely on to have some good matches and shit. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm interested. I mean, hopefully the set looks different. I mean, or they can do the WWE route and just, you know, just change the trons and just keep the shit all the same and just change the ring apron. But, you know, hopefully it gives it a different look, something that'll be refreshing. Yeah. Hey, I just think it's too early to put on a second show. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's how I felt. Like, I feel like they were doing fine with Dark. You know, you guys put your stars on there. It's not just all the, you know, underlings and shit. You put people of stature on there. I mean, Omega's been on there. I believe Moxley's been on there. You know, Penta and, Ray, and you know, Phoenix and shit. Like, so you've put some top names on there. But, uh, yeah, man, this is this is a big step for you guys. I just hope you guys are ready for everything storyline-wise. Because now you got to write for two shows, not mm-hmm. just one. So, I mean, you guys seen how hard it was for them when they were writing all in. Trying to figure out, you know, the storylines and shit. Like, yeah, that was just for a pay-per-view. Now you guys have been going through the grind of doing a show once a week. Now you're trying to do two. That's a big step. WCW, <laughs> WCW basically fucked themselves. Yeah, trying to keep up with WWE doing that shit, man. Like, yeah, it's not going to work out for everybody. Somebody's going to fuck up and drop the ball. Speaking of that, uh, so... Earlier this week, I think it was on Wednesday, uh, Tony Khan appeared on uh, Barstool's podcast. It's called Pardon My Take with uh, Big Cat and PMT. Uh-huh. Uh, basically, Tony Khan came on there. Uh, it's a sports podcast. You only talk about everything, but they talked about AEW. Uh, obviously, Tony Khan's a football guy, so, you know, whatever. But anyways, I felt like Tony Khan really contradicted himself. You know, obviously, we just brought up WCW. Uh-huh. Well, Tony Khan's said you know i don't want to be like wcw you know they made a lot of mistakes and having too many guys on the roster and this and that and i just felt like he was contradicting himself the whole time he did like you guys are wcw (laughs) like you guys are doing the same shit you're going as far as trying to take old wcw pay-per-view names like come on like like don't fucking spit on me and tell me it's raining bro like that's what the fuck you're doing you you have a bloated ass roster most of them are fucking ex-wwe affiliates I don't care if they started in WCW or TNA before they went to WWE. Like, that's where they're going to be known from. And you've done literally, damn, you're literally tracing their footsteps. Like, I mean, you got the wrestlers as execs. You got the, you know, people trying to come in and demand creative control that's coming in from WWE. You know, and of course you want to suck them off just so they don't go back to WWE or someplace else. So you're bending and giving them this shit. Maybe not full on, but pretty much a decent amount enough for them to sign. So it's just like, what aren't you doing to be like WCW? That should be the question, because you're not doing anything to try to separate yourself. Besides what, the name? You went to their fucking TV station. Like, bro, like you, you are literally make the jokes make themselves with you guys when it comes to that kind of shit, because you do everything that they're doing. Yeah, it's, it's literally WCW light, like in my eyes, you know what I'm saying? It's. Guy, you know, the wrestlers are running the program. You know what I'm saying? It just it just feels like WCW. So I just felt like throughout the podcast, he just kept contradicting himself. And 
Yeah, Khan, in my opinion, Khan needs to shut the fuck up and go back to being a behind-the-screens character because, you know, you could tell he's feeling himself a little bit now. You're a fucking nerd with your daddy's money. I could do that if, if I was in your position. Be able to throw money at wrestlers and say, hey, man, come to our show. I'll give you an executive position and we can make some money together. Anybody can do this. You're not special. You're not a god to the wrestling community as much as your little minions online try to make you feel like it. You're not. You know what I mean? Like... I don't know. I really just don't care for that dude, man. And, and what he's doing to the business is in one sense good just because you're giving the, the guys and the girls an alternative that's not for the people that would never make it to WWE. And I don't mean that in a spiteful way, but for the people that weren't good enough for WWE, that WWE wouldn't bat an eye at, you're giving them money and giving them a place to showcase their talents, which I can commend y'all for that. But other than that, you know, the constant jabbing at WWE, the constant trying to be like WCW without you guys acknowledging you're trying to be like WCW is, yeah, just shut up, man, and just go back to behind the curtain and just do press conferences for your little pay-per-views. But as far as being on Impact and Dynamite and probably Rampage, just cut that shit out. You're trying to be Vince Jr., basically, and so, it's not looking good. So he talked about that, you know, because uh, Big Cat was asking him, you know, when you gonna get on TV, you know, and be, you know, be get ripped like Vince, you know, and fucking get on TV and be a character. He's like, well, you know, I I don't want to be on I don't want to be on TV on my own show, but you know, I go on other shows like Impact and shit on their product and this and that. And I'm like, what the fuck? You're just admitting that? And I was like, yeah, like I would not have you on my fucking show. Like, I again, just, I don't I, know what the fuck Impact smoking to think that that shit's cool, bro. Like that that's beyond me. I don't know how they figured that that shit's okay. Yeah, it just yeah, he came off as a nerd and and just feeling himself, man. And I just, I hope you know, you know, one day, Daddy's not gonna like you spending all this money. Yeah, eventually this shit's gonna kick back, man. Especially with them trying to put on another show going against SmackDown. I'm not gonna sit here and get ballsy and say that SmackDown's gonna blow him out of the water because I'm expecting maybe the first two to three weeks of that show rampage debuting it's probably going to do some numbers because people are just going to be interested in it and shit and of course you're going to have the people that are going to tune in strictly just to try to overthrow smackdown so it's probably going to do some numbers the first two to three weeks but after that that's when i'm gonna really start focusing on what's going on and fuck them demos we don't care about demos over here never have never will and stop lying to yourself you don't either demos are key all right I just want to know when the fuck this became a thing, bro. Like, we never cared about this shit. Now we care what fucking 35-year-olds or 18-year-olds are watching what product. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. That doesn't make me tune into any show just because let's watch this because 18-year-olds watch it. No, I'm going to watch what the fuck I want to watch. And if that if that's not watching Joey Janela wrestle sloppily or some other goofy shit, I don't have to watch that shit. And that doesn't make me or you anything lesser or greater shit. I, don't under, I really don't understand where this narrative came from. Yeah, it's a little weird, and that just seems like a little, you know, like it's a bailout, it's a cop-out. Yeah, it is. It really fucking is. Uh, I wanted to ask you, what kind of matchups would you like to see in AEW? Maybe some shit that hasn't happened yet, or maybe it did happen, but you know, or you saw some wrestlers mix it up, but it was in a tag match or some shit, but not a one-on-one. Uh Obviously, I'm excited for this Jade Cardgill. I want to see her face Britt Baker for the strap. I think that, you know. I haven't seen anything on her. I mean, I've seen a couple promos or whatever when Shaq made his appearance on Dynamite those months back with her and shit. That's basically all I've seen. Well, it uh, says so. on the website she's 8-0. Uh, so, you know what I'm saying? She's had some matches. I haven't seen them. But, you know, I'm excited to see her on TV. She she, she has the look. She has, you know, she looks... She, 
looks like she's swole and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm excited for her. Her against Britt Baker should be a banger. Uh, eventually, I'd like to see none of the none of the you know execs have belt have belts. I think that that's you know let let all this new talent you sign cook. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'd I'd eventually like to see. I don't. Know, I mean, eventually Miro to be the champ. Obviously, we're gonna have uh, Andrade come over. I'd like to see Andrade against Omega. Yeah, that, that's definitely one of my picks. Andrade and Omega would like to see what they could put together. Andrade against Pac. I think that would probably be fire too. Absolute I mean, Pac is just nice. Um, what about you? Shit, off the top of my head, I'm going to have to go, and this is a super random match, but I would like to see the re- recently released Kalisto versus Pentagon or Phoenix. Mm. To me, I've always thought Kalisto was good in the ring. They just never really, that's why I didn't care for the Lucha House Party shit too much because it's like you're not letting him shine. And then with tag matches, you only get so much time to really do your shit unless you're trying to rush through some shit. And then shit ends up falling through the cracks and you miss shit because there's so much going on. But just on a, on a cruiserweight tip, I would like to see that. Uh, shit. I would like to see Buddy Murphy face anybody in AEW right now. Not anybody sucky, but like anybody that that could actually you know keep up with him in the ring. I would like to see Buddy go off with a couple people over there. Buddy Whether's Murphy Pentagon. against Pac. Now that right there, that right there, yeah, hell yeah, yeah. I w- I would like to see that shit. That would go. That would be a bang or Buddy against. Uh, I would like to see Buddy against Hangman. They should be able to put some shit together. I mean, if Hangman had a decent match with Janela at All In, I'm pretty sure they could do some good shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'd like to see, I don't know, I, I want to see, obviously, Pentagon and Phoenix be a tag champs. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. I, I don't understand how they're not getting pushed like that. Like, if anybody should have had the straps and had a long run with it, it was them. Well, I guess I don't know how much longer this shit's gonna be going on, but I guess Pen, uh, not Penta, but Phoenix is dealing with some type of injury. Oh, that's so what I, it is. So then? I, yeah, so I think okay. that's why he's been off TV and shit. But yeah, I mean, once that shit's over with, yeah, it'd be nice to kind of get them in the picture. But that's the that's the good problem that they have right now. It's like you know, you got proud and powerful. You got uh, FTR, you know, along with the Bucks, and then you got fucking uh, now Ethan Page and fucking Scorpio Sky. Like, your tag division's kind of... And you got the acclaim. I love the acclaim. I've only seen a little, but I have nothing too bad to say about them. I mean... Well, I, it looks like the acclaim, the acclaimed are actually legit badasses with, you know, that are swole. That's why I like them. You know, they got the look. Yeah. You don't have too many of those guys in AEW. No, not at all. I mean, but yeah, that's just off the top of my head, man. I mean, as far as people that's... In AEW, I don't know because how I haven't watched the product full on since it's been started. I mean, Hangman should be able to have some good matches with quite a few people too. You know, what I mean, he he's another person that's just kind of law, and he's from the elite. That's what confuses me the most. It seems like only the Bucks and Cody and fucking you know Omega are the ones that are getting all the shine, and, and it's like he was a member of Bullet Club in the elite too. Why are you guys not? showcasing him in the proper light that he should have went to wwe for all this shit that that that's what i don't like is especially like they painted him as a drunk on the show and shit which you know i guess has little appeal but i just felt like you know when when they were transitioning into aew i was like 
this is the guy that should carry your 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 your, your show. You know what I'm and saying? they made it seem like that in the beginning, like that he they were probably gonna go with him, which I wasn't mad at. A fresh kid, hey, fucking do it, man. You guys made him. He came with y'all. I don't see nothing wrong with that. But then y'all are just sucking each other off, basically, right now. That's what I'm. I mean, besides what Miro having the TNT Championship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that that's kind of fucked up. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to come off too critical, even though I just did, but yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> not, not, you know, the Bucks should not have the, the straps right now, even though, you know, hey, you know, they're supposed to be top guys and shit, and I understand, but. Don't get me wrong. It did take a while for them to get there. I do got to say this. You know, it did take them a while because they were doing that angle where they were losing matches, and, as you know, I mean, they weren't doing so hot. They didn't tease like they were going to break up or anything like that, but they just weren't clicking. Shit wasn't happening. Their their winning ways were gone in the beginning of the Dynamite. So, I mean, now we're at that, and that's the story they're telling, you know. But does the burn got to last so long? You know, they climbed back up. They're the champions. They're, they're the bread makers, blah, 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 all that, you know, merch movers, all that shit. It's like, okay, cool. It's, but you got other teams that need that shine regardless if it's fucking jurassic express whoever like you got mad tag teams on there bro i would like to see hobbs and cage do something i i those are your biggest beasts on there they should be able to move some shit you know like i don't understand why they haven't they're they're on the rankings you know what i'm saying i looked up the rankings and yeah. shit. they're up there but you know when's their shot coming they're those guys i thought would have been i thought cage would have had the championship pretty soon when he got there Another guy I think that WWE won and AEW went and snatched him, you ain't doing too much with him. He's a background character. But let let this shit be a reverse role, and he signed with WWE, and he was a background character for a group in NXT. Motherfuckers would be crying to this day, still bitching about Vince and bitching about creative, but AEW does it. It's perfectly fine. Well, it's the whole hypocritical thing about that. I don't like that online shit, man. A lot of people are... It's weird about wrestling, man. It just it just doesn't make sense to me. I, I Cage is a, a fucking killer, man. Like he should be able to be in contendership for the main belt. But who knows? I mean, maybe you know they always have the option of letting him turn on Team Taz or whatever the fuck you know and want to do his own thing. So I guess we'll have to leave that book open till then. Yeah. What about any last women that you'd want to see? On the women's side, I got to be completely honest. Like, I'm I'm not too well invested in, into their women's division. I know about Big Swole. I know of Jay Cargill. I obviously know Britt Baker. But as far as, like, a match that I would like to see, I mean, if Chelsea Green comes into the company. Yeah. You know, if Chelsea Green comes into the company, shit, her and Britt can run it for all I care. I, I wouldn't mind watching that. Yeah. Now, the Cargill girl, I got to see her her in-ring work before I can say who I would like to see her face. I feel you on that. Like like I like I said, I mean, I just literally see her talk and that's really it. I I have yet to see her do a lockup or anything with anybody, so but yeah, as far as the girls go, I wouldn't mind cuz man, that still I I still praise that match from All In, the all the girls match from All In. Shit. I think I think that was my match from 2018 too. That like, was my match of the year. That that shit was really fire. That shit blew me out of the water like and it just sucks it's like i don't know who put that match together but you you know whoever did hats off to you because that was a great match i mean if it was the girls that pieced that together hey even bigger kudos to y'all but i mean if somebody was an agent backstage and put that match together why can't y'all put matches together like that for your women roster right now because that was a fucking banger 
Why can't you at least well, have one good women's match on Dynamite? Well, that was, you know, you had Tessa Blanchard in that match also. Yeah, I wonder. I, I do wonder if she's ever going to get back into wrestling with a big brand. Well, I I seen her tweet the other day, so she's. I think she's she's been working out and shit. So I'm kind of excited to see where she's going to go, man. I mean, yeah, she did that little bullshit. We you know bullying or racist shit or whatever. But I mean, I I just feel like you know, even with all that. She would she would up their women's women's locker room because everybody yeah, I mean, would have to that's compete. That's a big harder. name. Yeah, that's a big name. Shit, uh, switching over to SmackDown, Apollo Cruz and Big E, their feud. I think this is like their sixth or seventh match against each other type shit. How are you feeling about the feud? I'm and, just and glad. What and what they're doing with both men. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm just glad Apollo is on TV and, and having matches and having good. I thought they had a good match this week. Uh, yeah, happy. it was good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I felt like it was a good match. Uh, I think Apollo is just, you know, having those two guys in the ring with all that athleticism and size, it was a really good match. I'm just, you know, can we get the colors off Big E and just, you know, let him get a little bit more serious? I don't know. Like, I'm just tired of the new day gimmick and the i don't know the whole stick is just dead to me you know beating a dead horse yeah ben said that new day shit's over with y'all will break up every great tag team besides new day they will probably break the usos real life brothers they will probably break the usos up before they break up new day like that shit is annoying yeah they're trying to already yeah you know do your thing man like shit i wouldn't mind seeing xavier uh woods as a solo dude he's not bad in the ring he's athletic as hell he doesn't get his flowers for the shit he does in the ring Mm -hmm. so i mean i'm not against them actually doing their shit solo i'm just tired of the new day shit i'm tired of the unicorns the pancakes all that dumb shit i'm tired of it like it's old it's ran its course yeah they I think Biggie needs to get more serious, and I think he could be a go back champion. to his old uh, his old roots, basically that give me five or that five count they used to do for him and all that shit. Like, yeah, go back to that because you proved that you can do the goofy shit. Like, that's cool. You know, you proved it time and time again. Fine, good. You, we know that you got that in the bag. Can you be ruthless though? Can you do that? Can you put a serious face on and become a real stone cold killer in the ring? Yeah, I I think he has all the ability too. That's the crazy part. I just don't know why they're not pulling the trigger yet. I'm, I just blame merch. That's all I ever... When it comes to shit like that, it has to be a merch thing. They must make too much of a killing off them with Cena being gone. With Cena being gone and not pushing the, as much merch as he did, they are probably the, the new kings in that category. I would assume. I mean, who the fuck would be outselling besides Roman? Roman, yeah, exactly. Roman would be the only person I would think that would be over, outselling them. Maybe Ray. I don't even know if people are fucking with Ray like that anymore, man. I mean, he has fans. You see people, you know, on their little TV screens and shit, you know. Obviously, it's kind of rehearsed, too, when they tell you to cheer. But, I mean, he still gets a reaction and shit. But I don't know if he's as big as he once was. Yeah. Uh, What was I going to say? Fucking another feud. The Bianca and uh, Bailey feud. Is it running a little too long? Yeah, I was expecting after after Hell in a Cell, I was like, all right, cool. You know, we've seen this for some months now. Yeah, cool. We're you know we're done with it. I was excited to see who Bianca is going to be facing, and boom, she has a, a mixed mixed tag team with uh, 
against Bailey and Seth Rollins, you know, and I was like, God dang it. You know, I was like, you know, no offense, but to me, it's like, yeah, you guys have had some matches. It's time to move on. I think Bianca could benefit from having a new fresh face. She's wrestling and Bailey, you know, she's going to be fine. Whatever she does. Let me pose a question to you with, with, with Sasha, uh, with her beating Sasha for the belt. So she went through one goat already and then her going through the series with Bailey and, you know, coming out on top on that one. So she's came through on two of the top stars on SmackDown. Who do you think would be next for for Bianca once we move past this Bailey shit? Who's a formidable foe you think that would be good? I think it's I think it's time for her to move on to Charlotte feud. I just don't want Charlotte to go from the the Rhea feud getting a title shot and then going right into another one. Eventually I'd definitely be down to see that shit. Especially with the draft coming up and shit, that that potential's there for sure. With Charlotte getting possibly getting traded to SmackDown, and you know we could visit that for sure. But I just hope they put a little space in between it because that's gonna piss the wrestling community off even more with Charlotte getting yet another title shot. Because mm-hmm. yeah. they, they're already not digging it already as is, so I can only imagine what they're gonna gripe about if it actually does go out that way. Anytime I see a tweet a tweet about Charlotte, you know she's Ric Flair's son. She doesn't deserve it. it just gets annoying. <laughs> And then fucking Edge returns and automatically gets slingshot to a title pitcher. I mean, I know he's a legend and all, but does he deserve it? And is he really needed? I mean, it's cool that he got to overcome his injury and make a return to the ring and shit. Like, I'm still happy for that man about that. But do we need him right now? I think Roman needs him. I mean, Roman just smashed him. Ain't, didn't he have... No, that would have been... What shirt was that where, that he had where he had Br- Daniel Bryan? And wasn't it Edge stacked up and he was pinning him on that shirt? Or I could be wrong. It might have been somebody else. But I know, obviously, Roman beat him the last time they clashed. That's why I'm like, how are we here? You got to kind of start from the bottom, bro. You lost. How the fuck do you get to come back? I, I just feel like... I feel like with Roman's character getting built more and built more, facing this type of legend again... Is only going to do well. They can only have good matches. I just, I think Roman needs it more than Edge needs it. I think he needs a serious foe, and I think Edge is respected and is good enough in the ring. Yeah, because right now, I don't really know off the top of my head besides Rollins, you know, and of course the deserving Cesaro, but they're not going to do it. Like, yeah, I guess this is just going to be a filler match because he doesn't really have anybody right now. Yeah, because, you know, you release you release those top, top guys like an Aleister Black yeah, or something. Yeah, because Black like, could have been next in line, but y'all fucked that up. So You know, or a Buddy Murphy. It's like, yeah, you know, that's the only guy I really see on SmackDown that could really, besides like a Big E or something. Yeah, they got to do something with Big E. I heard supposedly that a report is with the draft. They're talking about pulling him back over to Raw. But not to reunite with Woods and Kofi, but still to be like a single star on Raw. Well, I, I mean, mean, shit's always subject to change. I mean, as you can see, motherfuckers get pushes started, get released, so the card's always subject to change. But I don't know, man. To me, just personally, no knock against Edge. I just, I mean, I get it. You know, filler match, they need something, something that's going to try to draw. I get it. You know, you want to make some money, you want some eyes on the product. But... Yeah, this this draft can't come soon enough, bro. We definitely need this shakeup big time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we definitely need a draft. We need we need a shakeup for sure. But you know, it should be a good match though. You know, him and Edge. I I feel like it's Roman needs a formidable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you on that. It's just I don't know. I like especially like because you know Roman's gonna win. That's the only reason why I kind of feel like unless y'all swerve us and give us a shock, 
it's kind of pointless. You know what I mean? I get it. Edge got that contract where he, you know, only like on some Brock shit, he only has to wrestle a certain amount of times. So, I mean, hats off for that. You got that little perk in your shit, but it could be somebody else, man. I feel you. But, uh, shit, you got anything else? Uh, not really, man. Yeah, this week was short and sweet again. Uh, the Hell in a Cell, like I said, you know, it was just more or less just a filler pay-per-view. You know, unfortunately, a, a fucking Hell in a Cell should be something great and legendary every time it's out. But, you know, it is what it is. The week gave us what it was. Unfortunately, you know, people lost their jobs this week, but they will bounce back. I do have some. What's up? Who do you think should win the Hell, or uh, not Hell in a Cell, uh, Money in the Bank for SmackDown? Who's the competitors? I, I believe Riddle made it in. Uh, Big E just qualified last night. I would say Big E. I don't even know the rest of the competitors. I mean, I was going to first say Riddle because that's my boy, but uh, yeah, Big E could deserve, you know, do something with that shit. You know what I mean? Like, especially since y'all want to push him as a single star, what better way? Let him win the money in the bank and guarantee himself a title shot whenever he wants. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad at that. But, you know, WWE is WWE, so they might fuck around and throw it on somebody undeserving. Might be mm. Otis again. <laughs> but shit, I guess that's going to be it for us this week. I mean, we got same old schedule, just no pay-per-view coming up this week. Going to check out Dynamite, see what they're talking about tonight. Hopefully this Omega and Jungle Boy match delivers. But shit, uh, until then, man, once again, stop, uh, thank y'all for stopping by, listening to us, just rant and talk our shit. Uh, appreciate that, man. But until then, shit, we're going to holler at y'all. Definitely. Thank you, guys.